Hello and welcome back to another edition of the K-Pop Rama Podcast. I'm your host, Ganonin, and on this week's show, we're going to be doing a bit of a fun reaction show today. As, well, considering that I haven't really been posting anything for like the past month or so, um, I'm kind of behind on some things. And one of those things is, well, if you don't, if you're like kind of a new um, listener on the show, um, you would know that this show is a unofficial but i guess in my head totally official iu fan podcast and we kind of have to talk about the fact that she was in france um at the con film festival for her movie called broker because it's i mean there's just a lot to say about the fact that she's even there and we're gonna get into that on today's show but before we get into that, of course, if you like the podcast and you like what we do, remember to like, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. We're available just about any podcast platform you think of. And for an Apple or Spotify podcast, don't forget to subscribe or follow on those platforms as it helps it a lot. And last but not least, our social media will be in the podcast description below. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Okay, so to start, so just in case if you're living under a rock, or if you just skip the intro of the show, which, you know, to be fair, I can't really blame you if you do that, because I do it as well when I listen to podcasts, but basically, IU is in France because of the Cannes Film Festival. Now, if you don't know what the Cannes Film Festival is, um, just to give you like a quick summary of it, it's basically a very highbrow, very prestigious film festival that happens every year in Cannes, France, and it is a big deal if you're invited to this to this festival. Um, lots of Hollywood A-listers come to this film festival. Um, lots of prestigious directors producers from all kinds of production studios from all over the world end up coming here and you know i use basically able to come to this festival because she is part of the movie called broker which is getting premiered at the Cannes film festival which is directed by hirokazu koeda who is a japanese um film director who is actually very very prominently known as well. He's very um, well-respected within the filmmaking community. And yeah, that's kind of the reason why Ayu was even here to begin with. And the fact that there's pictures online of her walking this festival is... <laughs> Honestly, it, it feels really surreal and nuts to me because part of me feels like it's fake like i feel like this is some kind of weird fever dream if you will that iu is actually at such a prestigious event like this but at the same time my brain is telling me yeah this is actually real it was uploaded like three hours ago and this is actually real and she was there and then you see all of the other um videos of her at the con film festival and all that and it's just honestly insane that a k-pop idol or i guess a, a sorry i guess a better way to say it is a k-pop artist is at such a prestigious event like this and if anything this proves that i use career 
has gone beyond like probably honestly her own imagination really like i don't i mean i can't speak for iu myself because i'm not iu obviously but i don't know if she really thought that she would be in this position say like five or six years ago like literally like if you go back like five years in the past she was literally on a variety show in Jeju Island with Lee Hyori and her husband Lee Sang-soon on Jeju Island. Like that that's literally kind of what she was doing and then on top of that doing all of the uh, K-pop stuff and I think like she was releasing Palette back then back in 2017. Like it's absolutely crazy to see this the trajectory of her career at this point and this seeing just how how crazy it's been for her like it's honestly kind of ridiculous when you think about it like i mean especially if you look back back in like the past four years or so like she's gotten her foot in the door for very prominent dramas like my mister or hotel de luna um she's starring in films now which is crazy i mean i mean even this year um alongside this movie in broker um i believe um there's another movie that's gonna come out with her in it i think it's called dream i believe um this this movie was supposed to come out last actually back in 2021 i believe but they finished filming for that film i think a few months ago because um basically covid and also they had to film some scenes in hungary so that's pretty cool um but yeah like she's just just really taking taking her acting career really really seriously now and it i think at this point for me like i knew like her career i as an iu's career has gone well and truly in the stars right but it kind of brings up the question is it like genuinely possible for anyone at least me i guess you could say in the k-pop industry or i guess you could say in the entertainment industry in general to possibly follow the path iu is taking right now because well i think i mean look this is iu is like I guess in relative terms, she's kind of in the early days of her career when you think about it. Because, you know, if she does go into acting, um, that can be a very long and very fulfilling career. Like, she could do this all the way until, like, she's in her 50s and stuff. Because, you know, acting is, you know, as long as you can act, you can act, you know. And, like, she can be doing this. She could be in the industry for decades, genuinely. And, like, it's just insane to think that, you know, if, say, IU ends up doing more movies and say, I don't know, maybe she gets to walk the Oscars one day. <laughs> Which, I mean, okay, that sounds very far-fetched, I know. But, I mean, just to go back to Broker, the movie that she went to con for, um, if this movie has the virability of, say, movies like Parasite, for example, which I don't know if that will happen, and if not, then, well, that kind of is what it is. But, you know, you, you never know. Like, she could end up walking, you know, those Hollywood award shows. And next thing you know, I'm going to be making a reaction show saying, wow, IU is walking the Oscars. 
This is mad. What is a K-pop star doing here? You know, like, that's like, that, I feel like that could genuinely be a podcast show that I could be saying in maybe five to ten years, you know? Like, that's, that's insane to me. And, like, it's just, like, considering, like, the amount of accomplishment that IU has done already, like, I just cannot see anyone else really replicating what IU has done in her career. I mean, I mean, okay, just to be fair, right? Like, I feel like everyone's path in the entertainment industry, whether they be, like, a K-pop star, idol, artist, an actor, or whatever, is different based on the person and their experiences could widely vary i mean like look someone could just be someone who just acts in korea and that's it or they could have like international opportunities like iu or like other um other very prominent korean actors who have you know had the chance to star in hollywood films like you know it it widely varies but i just feel like considering the fact that IU started off as a K-pop artist and then she slowly got into acting and then, you know, she's, you know, acting with some proper, like, A-tier, S-tier, like, actors within, you know, the Korean acting sphere. Like, it's just insane to think that, you know, this is the same person who, you know, was doing cute bubblegum pop k-pop songs like 10 years ago you know you know what i mean so you know there's that and it's i guess really this whole thing i'm, I'm just really trying to say that it's this whole thing is just an insane achievement for iu to get and like i already mentioned earlier i mean you know the fact that she's basically getting her f name and getting her foot in the door in terms of like the international film space like who knows like maybe her performance in broker could open up opportunities for her for other things potentially abroad you know like that's that's realistically something that she can think about if she gets the opportunity i mean like i think you can only look at actors such as uh ho young jung who played a uh, kang sebok from a uh, squid game i mean like look for her performance alone in squid game it has opened up so many opportunities for her in like in like western productions i mean like i know like she's doing like a couple um stuff couple things in the west now with some pretty prominent like western actors as well so you know i'm just saying like i already mentioned already it's gonna be really interesting to see what comes of this after you know the whole like fanfare with this movie it kind of subsides because you know iu could be another korean actress who ends up, you know, having opportunities abroad. And that's honestly awesome, especially when you think about how, you know, she, you know, had a very humble beginning and how she became a K-pop star. And now she's literally the international star that she honestly deserves to be. And that's just saying a lot. And I guess really at this point, it kind of just depends on whether or not IU wants that or not. Um, I guess I probably should have mentioned it before, but you know, it's, it, I guess it, it will be interesting to see if she does, you know, take on these opportunities, if they are offered to her. I mean, who knows, maybe they might be already, but you know, it's, I guess in terms of, you know, 
having her name out there in the West. Um, I think it's kind of safe to say that she hasn't exactly used her K-pop platform to really promote in the West. I mean, compared to other K-pop groups or artists. Um, I mean, I mean, like, I think if you look back at her musical career so far, um, it's kind of safe to say that she never really tried to promote in the United States. Um, I think the only, like, thing that she's done, um, I think was a KCON performance back in 2014. And outside of that, like, she's mainly promoted in Asia for the most part. So, again, it would be really interesting because, like, because... To be honest, like I think compared to like K-pop groups like BTS or Blackpink or Twice, um, I feel like you kind of need to be in the K-pop space or like listen to K-pop long enough to know who IU actually is. Despite her being, you know, so loved in South Korea and arguably in Asia as well. So yeah, I mean, I guess again, it'll be really interesting to see where her career, you know. Where does her career go from this point? Because it can honestly go anywhere. And the possibilities are genuinely insane. And again, as an IU fan, I am honestly really excited to see where this goes. Um, wherever it goes. Because I think it'll just be wild, fun, and things that I honestly could not believe. But then you see her starring in you know, giant productions abroad or something like that. Like that could, again, that could genuinely be something that she could do. So um, there's all of that. But anyway, um, b before we go on break really quick, I just want to say that the next section of this podcast is going to give you a bit more of an update as to what will be going on this month in June since it is Pride Month. So... We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about what is going to happen this month on the K-Pop Rama podcast, so stay tuned. Okay, we are back. So now I'm going to take the time out of this podcast to basically tell you guys what's up and kind of give you guys a better idea of the kind of content that you should expect to see on the show for at least the next two months or so. So we're going to do that right now. So... The first thing that you should expect is that you are going to be seeing some Pride Month themed shows on the podcast. Now, if you don't know what that is, or if you're outside of the United States, because I know I have some international viewers or listeners, I mean, um, but basically Pride Month is basically, well, basically a, t a month where the LGBT community is celebrated and, you know, there's more awareness about the LGBT community, at least in the United States anyway. Um, I'm not sure if Pride Month, at least for the month of June, is celebrated in the same ilk in other countries, but in the United States, this is exactly what is happening right now. So um, I felt like um, I may as well do some content revolving around pride and lgbt because there is actually some things you could talk about at least within the k-pop sphere anyway uh, and, and also in this general korean culture in general so be on the lookout for that this month as um starting next week um i'm actually going to be re-uploading probably one of the most comprehensive 
culture podcast that I've done on the show. And that is basically a Understanding K-Culture show was basically a show that I did basically kind of explaining specific things about Korean culture. And it basically revolves around LGBT in Korea. And I figured, well, um, that show I'm actually quite proud of actually um, because I put in a lot of work into that show. Um, I figured I may as well just re-upload it because I just think it's a very interesting podcast to listen to and it's honestly very fascinating and honestly as well i think it's still pretty um up to date as well considering i only done it like a year ago so uh, be on the lookout for that next week as i'm going to be re-uploading that now another thing pride related i'll most likely do is a well I'm still thinking about this one and kind of thinking, piecing together like how this will work. But I am thinking of doing a pride themed K-pop playlist show as there is this through my research that what I have done anyway, um, there is a lot of songs out there that could potentially be very um, LGBT, you know, related and could just suggest LGBT things. So um, I am kind of making that right now. And depending on how the playlist works out, you'll probably see that later this month. So be on the lookout for that as well. Um, <clears throat> another thing that you should look out for is actually another thing, another collaboration actually that I've been um, getting to work for at least a couple weeks now. And I can't say much about the person who is gonna be who I'm gonna be collaborating with, but I'll be doing an interview with them that uh, suffice to say could be well I I guess in relative terms is gonna be kind of big for this podcast, and I think it'd be something that you guys will enjoy a lot. And well, obviously, of course, I'm being really vague here because I don't want to spoil it yet, but. I think once you see the show drop, maybe at the end of this month or in July, um, I think you'll find it incredibly interesting. And I hope you guys enjoy it a lot because I I am honestly looking forward to doing these interviews because um, this, um, rec this um, collaboration with this person. And um, ironically enough, um, since I'm re-recording this whole podcast on Saturday, um, because um, this, for the record... Um, if you didn't see my uh, Instagram story update, um, this show was actually supposed to be coming out yesterday. But unfortunately, I did the recording, and then when I was about to upload it, it turns out, oh, the file corrupted. So I have to do everything again, which is great. So that's kind of why <laughs> the show came out like a day late. So apologies for that. But anyway, um, main thing is, well, I'm actually going to be recording... Um, so, some things with this um, collaboration for this collaboration today and also next week as well so be on the lookout for this um again i can't say much about it but i think it'll be something that you guys will find incredibly interesting so stay tuned um if i guess if there's anything else um oh yes um i do also want to review some k dramas um mainly 25 21 because um i really like the show and i kind of want to finish it and just do a review anyway despite 
it being out already for two months. And I'm sure for a lot of you listeners out there, you've probably already seen the show. But for my own sake, I kind of just want to just put out a review out there because I really like the show and I kind of want to see how it ends. So there's that. And I might also do one other um, K-drama and maybe a movie to on top of that as well. So there's all of that to look forward to. So um, I guess other than that, um, that's about everything that you should be expecting uh, on this show for at least the next two months or so. So yeah, um, I think it'll be really exciting. I think it'll be a lot of fun to go through all this. And again, um, just to go back to that collaboration that I can't really talk about any further than I already have, um, I am really excited to see how this collab pans out because, oh man, the, the potential for this thing that I'm planning is really good and I'm really excited to share it with you guys really, really soon because it's gonna be really exciting. It's gonna be a lot of fun, but anyway, um, wherever you are in this gigantic world of ours, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the K-Pop Rama Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and be sure to tune in to another episode next week. But until then, this is Gian from the K-Pop Rama Podcast signing off. Take care and have a brilliant weekend, everybody. Peace. Bye-bye. Aloha. Take care.